Hello and welcome to What's New Today. This is a kids and family podcast about current events shaping our world. This is Sangeeta, your host from India. June 5th is the World Environment Day. Now, if you celebrate Christmas with a lot of gifts and apple pies and Diwali with um, firecrackers and kaju katli, the World Environment Day is something that you could celebrate by um, doing good environment things like convincing people around you to not use single-use plastic and while you're at it, try and avoid using single-use plastic yourself. One of our listeners from Bengaluru, India has written a small email and I'm reading out her email. Hello team, what's new today? I'm Sanjana and I'm 7 years old. I listen to your podcasts while being driven around by my mum and I love them. My mum tells me that you're doing an episode next on the World Environment Day which falls on the 5th of June. Could you request the United Nations to also sneak in a school holiday on June 5th? Much appreciated. Thank you. We also heard from some of our young listeners who have also been co-hosts earlier concerning endangered species of creatures on Earth. I asked them this one question. There are a lot of endangered species of creatures in this world. If you had the magical power to save only one of the following three, which of them would that be? The giant panda, the tiger and the blue whale. And here's what our young listeners had to say about it. Hi, my name is Ayansh. I'm six and a half years old. I want to protect the blue whale because it's so big. And if all the big animals go extinct, there'll be none left. My name is Rayan. I live in Mumbai and I'm six years old. The, the answer is the giant panda bear. I am 9 years old and I am from Chennai, India. I do not know who to choose between the three animals. The pandas are so cute and cuddly, so I want to choose them. The tigers are our national animals, so I want to choose them. And the blue whales are really gentle. In fact, they should be called the BFG or the Big Friendly Giant in Roald Dahl's books. And I don't want to choose between the three animals. But if I had to choose between them, I choose the blue whale. It has been endangered for a really long time. And like I said earlier, the blue whale is huge, gentle and friendly. Plus, I also discovered that the blue whales are mammals like us. And ever since, I felt a whole new connection with blue whales and would always want a mammal like me to live in the ocean and never be extinct. Hi, I am Vihan. I am technically nine and a half years old. I am in grade five and I go to Bombay Scottish School in Mumbai, India. It would definitely be the panda because I just love pandas, cute and cuddly. 
and furry and the way they eat bamboo and just climb trees so it would be fun to live life like a panda saving creatures might be far fetched for some of us but there's something more simple that we can all do including our young listeners discarding waste very responsibly and i mean old phones and led lights included here is an extract from our episode 21 where vedant and i discuss why it is important to discard our old phones very responsibly now palladium and rhodium these are two other very precious metals that you will find in your uh, circuit board so those are often used are very critical components for car manufacturing is it palladium the thing that iron man had in his uh, in his arc reactor before he swapped it out for that new metal because the palladium was killing him that's right vedant it is a palladium core that powers iron man's arc reactor and that is the one that eventually also drains some of some of his life out of him right yeah that came in iron man 2 if i'm not wrong why do you think collecting all these circuit boards and then extracting precious metals from them is a good idea rather than manufacturing a circuit board from extracting gold or silver or palladium from the earth itself first of all it might take a lot of effort and second you might eventually run out because as you can see supplies on earth are going are becoming limited slowly in fact it's even said that in 100 years we might not even have oil anymore i studied this in geography yeah that's a very valid reason so because these may not be um, available to us in some unlimited quantities right yeah If you would like to listen to this full conversation with Vedant which by the way was mighty hilarious link to this episode is in the show notes below We heard from some of our young listeners about what their interest in space versus ocean study might be We asked them this one question If you had the choice between being a scientist in the international space station or a scientist studying the coral reefs in the oceans which of these would you rather be Hi my name is Vedant I am from Singapore and I am 10 years old I would like to be a scientist on the international space station because I want to see my planet as it really is Hello given the option to be a scientist at the space station or a scientist studying coral reefs even though i'm fa- i'm truly fascinated by both topics i love science i would choose to be a scientist studying coral reefs this is because i've read about coral bleaching many times before and i love the ocean i'd hate to see it being destroyed as it is now and coral bleaching is truly devastating i love spending time underwater and i'd love to spend my life doing that hi my name is shravan i'm from singapore and i'm 9 years old i would like to know more about the coral reefs as they have colorful fish visiting them and i like to know about underwater plants 
so that it makes my vocabulary about plants bigger and better. Global warming might be causing some coastal cities to flood. Here is an excerpt from an episode, episode number 27, where Meher and I discuss how floating cities might be the ideal way to live in future. What do you think today people are considering building floating cities? Do you think we are all running away from any enemy? No, not as such. I think people are building floating cities because because of climate change, our glaciers are melting and so the sea level is rising. So a lot of homes or most of the land that's built close to the sea, the scientists estimate in the next 20 or 50 years, those cities might be entirely submerged in water. And so floating cities would be really good. But I think, but if you think about it, if there was a tsunami or an earthquake in the water, I don't think a floating city would be very safe. So tsunami, I don't know, but like you rightly said, in terms of the rising water levels and some moderate level of flooding that might happen in coastal cities, these floating cities are definitely a very good safeguard against them. If you would like to listen to this full conversation with Meher, which by the way, I might add was mighty insightful, link to this episode is in the show notes below. That's it from us today. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts and would like to be alerted each time an exciting new episode is released, please follow us on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, we'd love to hear from you. So please, please do leave a rating and a review. Thanks for listening.